Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a -a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out and one building is already booked solid. So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right, early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. How does an association stay relevant and be impactful? Well, my guest today is Pete Scott, the president and CEO of American Pet Products Association. We talk about exactly that because he's been in the nonprofit and association world for over 25 years. So he's got this background of finance, marketing, public relations, all to help accelerate the growth and build a strong culture inside associations. Now, Global Pet Expo is right around the corner, which is why I knew I had to have Pete on this episode. But I also found it really interesting that we explore the topics of things that exhibitors can actually partake in as resources, plus the idea about growing the whole profession and barriers that exist to pet ownership. Stay tuned for this episode and my very special guest. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. My very special guest today is Pete Scott, the president and CEO of American Pet Products Association. 
And you might be the biggest big wig of the pet industry that's ever been on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah. So our listeners are a lot of people who've attended Global Pet Expo before, either as an exhibitor or a buyer. And there's people in our listenership that have never heard of American Pet Products Association or Global Pet Expo. So I'd love to start there first. And if you could tell us more about APA and Global and all the things you do. Sure. APA has been around since 1958. It was originally American Pet Product Manufacturers Association. And our membership manufactures pet products. It's pretty literal. It's in the name. Back in the early 2000s, we changed and we dropped the manufacturer to be a little bit more inclusive. But what we, our members are, like I said, manufacturing pet products. And they often know us for our research, our National Pet Owner Survey as well as Global Pet Expo, which is held every March in Orlando. It used to jump around before, but now, now it's just in Orlando in March. Beautiful time to be in Central Florida. And in prior years, and, and we hope it's a little bit bigger this year, but we bring together roughly about eighteen to 20,000 people that are either buying, manufacturing, or selling pet products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting you brought up that it used to bounce around uh, between the sides of the country because... I remember my very first Global Pet Expo was in San Diego, and I took my mom with me (laughs) to it, and and I think I was maybe 25. Yeah, 25 years old, and we flew out there, and it was it was the first time I had really been to a big show like that. That was that was really neat. Yeah. Okay. And so now though, but fast forward and I, I'm very involved in the Global Pet Expo's educational learning. I've been a speaker there now for many, many years. I went before that as a buyer as well for many years. It's one of my favorite shows. And so this one that's coming up is on March 20th through the 22nd. If you're listening to this live, you still have a few weeks to go ahead and register and show up in Orlando to say hello. But if you miss it this year, it happens every single year in either February or March, it feels like. And so you can always visit globalpetexpo.org to get the latest dates for the show. What else is happening there this year? It sounds like it's going to be a great show. I know that the pandemic kind of changed things, but I feel like since then, though, the show's picked up in attendance and size. It's it's gaining momentum again. What are some good things we can look forward to? Yeah, I, I think I think that's the issues of, of the pandemic have moved past and now, back to where we were in, in 2018, 2019 levels, we have sold out the show from an exhibit standpoint. So we're feeling really encouraged by that. We've added a supplier pavilion. So either those retailers or those manufacturers that want to know more about packaging, ingredients, shipping, technology, that'll be new to the show floor this year. And just adding a lot of energy. We have redone our new product showcase to now be the Innovation and in Motion Experience. So you see a, a lot of updated um, design and, and how it flows through and fire areas for fireside chats. And our spotlight stage is definitely getting a, a boost. We've partnered with with Dog TV, who will be doing some podcasting there as well as as well as some video and, and some education. And then our global learning series, is, as you said, Candace, and, and you know, what we're able to offer, it could be a conference on, on all of its own. Yeah. And that's a great opportunity for people to come and learn in areas such as marketing, market data and insights, PR marketing, industry updates, customer experience, retailer success, profitability and growth, human resources, customer experience. The list goes on of 
of things. And certainly um, everybody can come in and get your expertise and all that is included in, in everybody's badge. So we really want people to be able to come out, gather together like they have been, inform and get educated and connect and make those connections. And our Wednesday night opening reception will be in the concourse. It'll be super convenient for everybody. And uh, that'll be a part just to, to network and to get to know each other. We have various meetups with social media influencers throughout the, the event. And this year on Thursday evening, we're going to do a, a buyer tournament at, at Top Golf. Be super fun. You do not need to be a golfer. We'll probably play the Angry Birds game or something like that yeah. where you have to dunk at 15 feet. And really just another chance for people to get together and and just come together in, the, in such a great profession and spend a little time together, relax, have some barbecue, and leave energized and well-fed and full of excitement going back to back to the business. Oh, I love it. And there's just, there is, there's so much to do between all the sessions and connecting with people who you may already know in the industry or meet a lot of new people. There's so much positive impact that can happen out of that show and then connection that can continue after even after the after these shows. So it's definitely worth the investment. I know a lot of people sometimes might feel like, oh, the cost of the flight, the cost of the airfare, I'm away from my business. It's really hard to take that time away. I have to pay the team back home to also. So can you speak to that? Like, yeah. what's the value uh, there for somebody in their company to come to something like this? As a buyer, it's an investment. Mm -hmm. It's an investment in understanding what new trends are out there. What data is out there? We'll be releasing our uh, strategic insights reports of the, of the latest trends. It's the new product showcase and a thousand new products that mm -hmm. you know that you probably need for your store. Mm -hmm. Certainly, probably not a thousand of them, but you, know, right. you get to pick from the best. And it's really a time that, for most, really kicks off the year. And so it's that invaluable networking time. And you've got to plan out your time. You've got to make the most of it. I, I think last year, if you visited every single exhibitor, you could spend about seven and a half seconds with them. <laughs> yeah, and, and so you, it, it's it's work. Yeah, uh, it's everybody thinks, oh, we'll go to a conference. Oh, it'll be great. We'll sit outside. It'll be nice. It'll be great weather. No, this should be. You should be exhausted. You should be a dish rag by the time you get home. Um, exactly. Actually, yeah. that's funny you say that too, because we just had a team meeting for Pet Boss Nation yesterday morning and Global was on the agenda and we were talking about it. We have a new team mem member, Amanda, who's coming along and fellow team members were like, Amanda, plan for like at least a two day recovery after the whole week when you get back. You just need to decompress. Yeah. If you've got a Fitbit, wear it because that's where you get all your steps a month. Right. Um, and yeah, we want to try and make it an incredible experience for everybody and make it as nice, but it's, it, it is full on business. It's having those conversations with other retailers that, that aren't competitive to, to you. And what can you learn? What can you share? What can you get out of it? What connections can you make? What manufacturers do you want to really understand and have a, and understand what they do and how it's going to benefit your business? It's, it's March is where you put the plans in place to make the money for the rest of the year. Right. And on the manufacturer side, if you are not exhausted, you didn't work hard enough. <laughs> That's true. You know, we tell we've got a, a special program with a company called Competitive Edge, led by Jefferson Davis, who walks you through what you need to be doing as a manufacturer, exhibitor, before, during, and after. And how oh, that's great. mission critical it is to follow up immediately after. If you these leads die, these connections don't last forever. It's not, oh, I'll call them next month. It's like nobody's gonna remember you. So how important it is if you can't, you can't, one, you, you shouldn't have a booth. You shouldn't have a, a table in front of your booth. You shouldn't have a chair and you should not have an iPhone. 
like you've got a stride and a half to be noticed in any trade show. If it's a 10 by 10 booth, a stride and a half, and they're gone forever. They've left your lives. And that's, that's whether it's pet products, plumbing supplies, or, or financial software. It, it's just it's just math. It's just, it's just people walking. And you've got to really be out there and you've got to hustle. And if you've got time to go out to dinner and go out to a club after, you blew the day. <laughs> I am so glad you brought that up because uh, it's true. I know that's a pain point for a lot of buyers. Sometimes they'll go walk around and they and they feel like a lot of brands are disengaged or not excited to like get their win over their business. And I know that it's a long, I know it's long days. I know it's a lot to travel, but yeah, these brands are making huge investments to be there. Yeah. So they really need to make it worth it. So how, if they're exhibiting, could you, could you say that again, where they, where would they go access that information and what's that company again that can support them? On Competitive Edge, it's in our exhibitor portal okay. uh, on, our, on our Global Pet Expo website. And it's an investment that APA and our, our partner, Pet Industry Distributors Association, have made to with all of its no cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it, there's a lot of on-demand content, but there's tools and resources. There's a, an ROI calculator of that really walks you through what what you need to make mm-hmm. some people who say if i don't get 400 leads it was worthless but this this excel spreadsheet really walks you through to say okay to make a good roi how many do you really need and then there is some live where there's some q a and you can speak to jefferson he also goes out and audits every booth him oh, and wow. his team. so they're going through and finding the best of the best and even if those if you're participating in the program He'll look at your booth objectively and give you a personalized scorecard with a picture of your booth to say, here are the things that worked well. Here are the things where you're missing the mark. Here's how to improve. So if you go to SuperZoo later, you go to a regional show, or you come back next year, there are concrete steps of how you can improve and how you can really maximize your time at, at Global Pet Expo or, or any other show. Yeah, what an invaluable resource. I love that. That's, that's so great. So APA has this show and you're keeping the industry flowing and commerce happening there, yep. but it really along doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really just stop. Yes. Yeah, along with PADA, it doesn't just stop there though, right? You're like, you've already brought up that you've got the analytics and the research of what's happening on the consumer side. And I know that you have some initiatives that might be rolling out, or maybe you already have some things happening that are consumer facing and that you really understand the importance of the, I think the whole ecosystem of the industry and the health of that industry. Can you speak more to that? Sure. So we're we're really investing in our research capabilities. So we had been doing the National Pet Owner Survey on an on a, on a every two-year basis. We're now moving that to annually to keep up and stay up to date a little bit more. Along with at Global Every Year, we're going to be introducing our strategic insights report, which between that and the, the National Pet Owner Survey, we're going to transform it to be much more actionable. The Pet Owner Survey in the past was about 640 pages printed. Yeah. A lot to cut through. It is. This will still be pretty hefty, but it's going to have very specific actionable insights. For example, if if you're millennial or Gen Z, TikTok is the number one pet product discovery engine. And so what are you doing to address that? Because millennials and Gen Z now own 50% of all pets out there. And if you're not communicating them using their preferred channel as a, as a retailer or a manufacturer, you're missing the mark. They're, mm-hmm. they're, you're just, they're not going to discover you in the way you want to be, in the way they want to discover you. So those things are going to be really called out. And it was a little difficult to find that in some of the charts 
in previous versions. We're also, APA is also launching the Pet Summit this year. We made the acquisition of the Pet Summit as a social media influencer platform, but we're also going to have a special one-day program this year in insights and analytics. Uh, so it's a it's premium content, it's premium education. So it costs a little bit. We're trying to keep that price point down and we'll expand that out over time. And we really realize that we're, our APA and, and global platform is, is based on gather, inform, and connect. We, we bring people together to gather physically, uh, virtually, hybrid. We inform, we educate on a, a variety, wide variety of things and we make connections and, and we foster that networking. And those words in and of themselves are, are nothing, anything special. They're nothing differentiated. But I believe that as we, we begin to move forward with our plan of APA becoming more of a platform to, to bring multiple voices and, and conversations together, I think that'll really span out throughout the year and become and really become a differentiator in the market. I love that. And I think one of those conversations that need to be happening are the barriers to pet ownership. Yeah. It's, we, we've got a, we're, we're blessed in the fact that we get to give back. To some areas. And when we look at, it was Alan Levy, our, our found, one of our founders had said, nothing happens until somebody buys a pet. And, and if you can't for some reason, or there's a couple of reasons people honestly can't, can't have a pet. They age out. Uh, my mom, when she was 93, couldn't have her cats anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when you have an underlying health condition that prevents you from, from having a pet, or you just simply can't afford a pet. Outside of that, most of the reasons that people throw up are rational, but they're some are lifestyle, pet-friendly travel. I can't have one where I live, pet-friendly housing. And it's really, it goes beyond pet-friendly. It's really more pet-inclusive. But if we just stick with pet-friendly now, pet-friendly workplace. I don't, I, I can't afford to daycare my dog. I can't get into a daycare. I want to bring, I have to go into the office now, but I, I want to bring my pet with me. Removing those barriers to make Pets more ubiquitous where we are, they can be. Pet-friendly hotels, pet-friendly restaurants, all these things. And obviously, pet-friendly workplace when you work in a construction site, eh, maybe not. But uh, really trying to remove those barriers. Uh, though we don't have a big voice in it, we are supportive of access to care, to reducing the the, the shortage of veterinarians, technicians, and nurses, access to virtual care. Again, it's it's not what we lead in, but we're supportive of those those initiatives. Mm-hmm. Building on the the human animal bond and, and the research that we we help support with Habri on the the billions of dollars of human healthcare savings, our, our vets and pets program that we support that puts a a, a, a pet with a veteran or a first responder and some of the incredible STEM um, education that Melinda Thomas and Pets in the Classroom are doing. All those things either encourage people to get a pet, to keep a pet, to be a healthier person because of their pet, and find ways to remove barriers so more people can enjoy more pets. Yeah, I I really enjoyed hearing each of those organizations speak at the Pet Industry Leadership Summit recently, where you and I had a chance to meet. And so many things were interesting through that, like the pets in the classroom. I just I love that program and I look forward to having them on the podcast here too, as well as Habri and, and there's, there's just a lot of interesting initiatives that are out there that are happening that I think so many people who work in this industry are really unaware of. So how did, what's your advice to staying in the loop on all this stuff? There's many, many programs and we're trying to figure out how to build more programs to support 
some of those small shelters at a really hyper local level, but there's so many. We've yeah. really got to try and figure that out. It, it, it's really for us, it, our our big three are Animal Rescue Foundation, Pets in the Classroom, and Havery uh, directly giving back. We obviously want to expand that, but yeah, we we got to get some momentum going in, in some other areas. So you can come to us and, and and we can keep you up to date. But really, it's it, if you keep up to date with Pets in the Classroom, Animal Rescue Foundation out in Walnut Creek, California, and and Havery, especially the Havery research, that, that gets you a long way. Yeah, for sure. Now, you've had a long career in nonprofit and association work. Does it look like that on my face? No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. But you have you have a lot of experience to bring to the organization. And I'd love to hear like maybe some of the ideas coming down the pipeline or what the future looks like. Sure. Yeah, I've been in the association world for a long time and had the opportunity well, now 11 years ago, time flies, where I spent a little over six years with North American Veterinary Community and got to help grow that organization and, and their show VMX, which had... 27,000 people there that year, this year, in the same space we do. And um, they did an incredible job. But really getting to know that side of of the industry and then having the opportunity about a year and a half ago to join APA and all the opportunities it has. And and really, there's not a lot of, there's not one playbook that you run over and over. Every organization's a little different, but it's really growing the ability to have more conversations, to be more inclusive, to hear from so many different people and make those connections and really broaden the conversation. And and that's what I I think we're really good at. It's what our team's passionate about. And so the more that we can do that and the more that that can scale, the more that APA and then Global Pet Expo become, you know, indispensable to somebody's business. It's going to take a while before we get there. It's not going to happen overnight. Some of the things that we're working on in terms of research and, and pet owner segmentation and really understanding the various kinds of pet owners and how that can, how those insights can directly impact how you do business and become more successful. So there's a lot of, a lot of those things that we're going to be rolling out, but it's really, it's exciting. And we've just got a a number of different things coming out over time. And when you're within 45 days of moving into the convention center in Orlando, you're a little afraid, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but you know, we're going to have a great show and it's not going to be the the end of two and a half days in. It's just going to be the beginning of, of what we're what we're going to do and how we're going to add value to um, to the pet industry. Yes, one hundred percent. So I heard a rumor that you might have a podcast coming out. Could you talk about that? Yeah, the, I, I've I've always wanted to have one. I just don't know what I want to talk about. You <laughs> brilliantly, and congratulations to you and your success. <laughs> But we are planning a podcast, still still working out some of the details to it, but Apple will have a podcast. Pete uh, Pete wants a podcast. Pete just doesn't know what Pete wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time this airs, I bet it will all be figured out. And if so, we will um, make sure to share that update here on the episode with everybody. But it's fun to think. I love that the Dog TV is going to be involved at the new product yeah. showcase. Like you said, I got a chance to be interviewed by Kristen and hopefully it'll get a... It'll, I, I can't wait to see it because I talked a lot about the importance of shopping small and supporting your local businesses. Absolutely. And yeah, I can't wait to see that that episode or playback. The the, the health and, and the the need for the independent small pet store is, I think, in some ways never been greater. 
to be able to go into and, and shop and, and buy something local and from people who live in your community, I think is so important. So yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. One of the questions I love to ask everybody on our podcast when I have a guest is what does it mean to you to boss your business? It, it means that I'm trying to get rocks out of the way for my team and be a support system. I think we, we do a pretty good job as a team collectively building a vision and laying it out there, but it's I'm learning a lot from from my team on getting traction and and, and communicating and how they want to communicate be communicated with, but it's really removing rocks so they can do their jobs better, more efficiently, and go home and have a nice ha- nice home life as well. That's right. I love that you brought that up too because it's not about like how they can fully support us, but it's more from the leader top down. How can we fully support them? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Pete, thank you so much for being here today. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody and all of Pet Boss Nation at Global Pet Expo this year. And thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being here. I will see you in Orlando. Great. (laughs) As I mentioned on this episode, I've been a speaker for the educational series at Global Pet Expo for many years. And this year in 2024 is no different. All my talks are on Thursday, March 21st. So if you're going to the Global Pet Expo, I sure hope you stop by and say hello. The first one is at 10 a.m. on Thursday, and the topic is content to cash flow, the marketing to money formula using AI. With this, I'm going to be sharing all the things you can do and utilize like resources and ideas to help you find more customers and explore how to put actually more money in your pocket using the tools that are at your disposal, like ChatGPT and more to learn how to leverage the assets, your time, and to help you build an audience to easily grow your pet business revenue. The second one that day is real ideas that don't require you to be on camera. I know you want to hear that one. (laughs) And that one is happening at the spotlight stage on the show floor. I think this one truly explains what it's all about. It's a short mini session. And then my last talk of the day is at 3 p.m. Eastern, and it's titled, Where Are All Your Customers? Tools and Tech to Supercharge Your Retention Results. Did you know that the average company loses 10 to 25% of their customers every single year? So I want to know, are you bringing in enough customers to replace the ones that you're losing, plus additional customers to grow your business? If you've never thought about this before, or if you need to fix your broken systems inside your company, then you should come to this session. Learn the exact roadmap to turn lookers into raving customers. Understand why making multiple offers is important and which ones will convert. Plus so much more like the latest software or technology and tools to help you automate the steps and excel your results. I sure hope to see you at Global Pet Expo. And if you do see me, make sure to say hi. All right, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Pet Boss Podcast. Did you know that we also have a weekly email newsletter and a blog, all full of amazing business building tools for you, completely free resources. And that's how you stay in the know with everything that we have happening at Pet Boss Nation. 
Now, the best way to get on our email list if you're not currently is to visit petboss.com, scroll to the bottom of the site and jump on our newsletter right there because this podcast is just one of the many ways that we provide free tips and resources to pet professionals all over the globe. All right, visit petboss.com to jump on our email newsletter list and you'll find out about newest blog posts, newest podcast episodes, as well as any free webinars or trade shows or appearances that we might be going to. All right, let's stay connected every single week, not just through the podcast, but through your email too. Visit petboss.com.